This is the Idea Time Show, Idea Time Show with Dr. Joe North, helping facilitators expand their creativity, confidence, and impact through the power of innovation in action. Gain confidence as a facilitator, confidence with the technology, and confidence with your content and event design. Tune in every week for practical tips, strategies and interviews that will accelerate your personal and business success. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jo North. Hello there, how are you doing? Welcome to the Idea Time show and a big hello to you. Don't forget, as we're going through this session on how to keep those ideas flowing in workshops, I'd love to hear from you in the chat. Let me know you're there, let me know what you're thinking, any questions, any ideas, it will be really great to hear from you. So what sort of week have you had? Have you had a good week so far? Well, I've had quite a a busy one and an interesting one, a really, really good week. And it's been really great, actually. I've learned a lot about a new tool that I haven't worked with before called VWall. And I'm going to be doing more on VWall, but essentially it's a virtual whiteboard. So really great to have a proper demo from the VWall team on that. And I'm going to provide you with some more info on that as I learn more about it and get using it too. Other things are that I've also launched the waiting list for my Supercharge Your Zoom five-day challenge. And it's all about getting virtual engagement using Zoom and how to really help to recreate some of the, the buzz, the excitement, the dynamism that you get in person when you're doing it online, how to get people engaged, really interacting, really contributing and having great ideas. So it's a free five-day challenge you'll get materials in your inbox every day plus I'll be going live in a special Facebook pop-up group as well so come and join me I'll give you some more information about that later so it's been really exciting to get that off the ground and I'm also really pleased to be here with you this evening talking about how to get ideas flowing in sessions now getting ideas flowing in sessions is something that we all want to do it's really important isn't it whether we're training whether we're in innovation sessions or problem solving or product development whatever it is we're doing when we're facilitating sessions it's really important that people think creatively and really sort of get their ideas out so they can bounce from each other so this session all about how to get those ideas flowing And before we really dig into that, I'd like us to start by thinking about what an idea actually is, because we talk about the word idea, we use the word idea, it's something we say very often, but very rarely stop and think about what it means. Well, those of you who tuned into the show before will know that an idea is two thoughts that come together for the very first time. It's an electrical, chemical, physical reaction that goes on in your head right at the top sort of front area and what's happening is your neurons are connecting different bits of data that you've got in your mind to form new connections and that's when an idea is born and we literally do have those mini aha or eureka moments when an idea strikes which is great so we need to be sort of stimulating those ideas and and getting people to really bounce off each other and and sort of trigger ideas with each other. So that's what we're going to be talking about. And and it can be especially challenging, actually, when you're doing it online, but it doesn't have to be. So with a bit of planning, with some creativity, you can get those ideas flowing for sure. 
Now, the thing is that our minds can get into a bit of a rut. So as humans, our brains try and conserve as much energy as possible. And also our brains try and keep us safe. And that's fair enough, isn't it? But what we need to do when we're in sort of an idea generation mode in sessions is really to nudge our brains out of their usual way of thinking, to challenge those normal thought patterns that everybody has, to, to, to really sort of challenge those normal thought patterns and you know, nudge into a fresh way of thinking. So it's really important when you're having a session is to make sure that you set up the right environment for that session that there is an element of purposeful playfulness. So it's not just playfulness for its own sake, but it's purposeful. And all the research that I've read for sure around innovation, innovation culture and climate and collaborative teams shows that actually having some fun whilst being purposeful really does help stimulate more ideas and creativity. So you can set the tone with that from the very beginning of your session through great icebreakers, through how you show up Um, how you actually present yourself and how you get things going and the tone that you set for your session. I think it's also important that as you're moving through different activities in your session, that you make it really clear which ones are about idea generation and which ones are about evaluating ideas or critiquing or looking for risk or looking for downside. Because you know, there's an expression that I use quite frequently, which is premature evaluation kills creativity. And when we're in the ideation mode, we just need to keep the ideas coming, even if they're a bit rubbish, because actually an idea might take us somewhere completely new in a different direction if somebody else builds on it and they build on it and so on. So those ideas need to be expressed. They need to be given life. And I think it's really important to make it clear with your delegates when you're doing idea generation and also when you're doing idea evaluation because we use different parts of our brain and really just to you know start criticizing ideas as they're coming out is really like slamming the brakes on just as we're getting going. Now some really practical tips that you can use to get those ideas flowing and the first one is really easy it's using questions So questions like, what if, how might we, wouldn't it be fantastic if, they're fantastic questions to ask because they give permission for people to think differently. They open up possibility. And what if questions are brilliant, particularly if you're working on strategy or leadership or innovation. Um, You can use it in training situations as well. So what if a competitor closed down, our biggest competitor closed down, how would we make the most of that opportunity? You could ask that question. You could say, what if a a big competitor opened up right next door? How would we tackle that? So all sorts of what if questions that get people exploring different avenues, and then they can take the best of those ideas. And in the evaluation stage, then obviously select the best ones and take them forward. So think about some really good scenarios, make some of them fun as well and ask some what if questions and get people to think, how might we, you know, what if we did that? It's a really good one. Another really good way of getting those ideas flowing is to think about different stimulus, different prompts for ideas. And I like to use things like words, pictures, numbers, physical objects, movement, sound, all of those, you can do them online as well as in physical workshops. 
to get people thinking differently and to stimulate different parts of the brain. And it relaxes people, they have fun, and therefore they engage and get those ideas flowing. So let's start with words. So to do something around words, an an idea might be to get people to find a random object, to describe the object, say find 10 or 12 words uh, in, in teams or individually that describe the object, and then to convert each of those words into a potential idea for whatever you're working on in the session. That's called random stimulus. It's called force fitting as well, because what you're doing is you're force fitting, you're forcing a stimulus, an idea from one place into being a solution for another. And it really does get people thinking really very creatively, actually. And it's also a good fun and it's a good energizer as well. Another great one is to ask people to find, you know, whatever magazine or publication book is lying around near them. Open it at a random page and find a solution, find one idea on that page for the challenge in hand and then share that idea back. You could also give people different random words to use and play around with to stimulate ideas and do that in a random way as well. So using word prompts for people to bounce off and go forward with. With music and sound, you know, you could play a song and ask people to do some association around that. So lots of ideas around that as well, you know, get people moving around. Actually, just having some breaks where maybe you do some office yoga. So I'll do some neck stretches and breathing sometimes in sessions with delegates just to re-energize. And that physical movement actually helps the brain work. It keeps it from, uh, you know, falling asleep and getting disengaged. So that's a good one as well. With numbers, one of the things I really like to do online is to use the random dice. So if you Google online dice, you can actually select one dice or two and with a click of a mouse, delegates can roll a dice online, get a number and use the number as a prompt for idea generation. Gosh, there are so many, so many things you can do. It really is about being creative. And with pictures as well, when we work with pictures and visual imagery, we're using different parts of our brain. So getting delegates to find images online and maybe using collaborative whiteboard tools like VWall or Miro, Mural, Mylanote is another one. Then you can actually put pictures, you know, use images in Mylanote for sure and uh, VWall is great for that. You can get them to create vision boards, storyboards, and all sorts of really fabulous stuff. So using imagery. And don't forget, you can create canvases as well for delegates to use that can feature imagery. And you can do this on something as simple as a PowerPoint slide that you send out to them in advance. So hopefully you've got lots of different ideas. Now really use those features in Zoom or in Teams, whichever platform you're using. There is the facility to do a lot of this by doing things through the browser and actually using the facilities in the platform as well. So make sure that you get to grips with that. In fact, when we do the Supercharge Your Zoom challenge that I've mentioned earlier, the five-day challenge on virtual engagement, which is completely free, day one will start off with actually thinking about what are the features, the advanced features on Zoom that you can use to get delegates engaged and then we'll be talking about engagement you know getting the ideas flowing how to create that sense of actually being in a room together how do you get that online when you're facilitating so do have a look at that come and join me on that challenge it starts on the 7th of september and as i've said it's completely free 
and it's all in your inbox and in a pop-up Facebook group. We've talked about different ways of stimulating different senses and different parts of the brain. I think it's also really important when you're getting those ideas flowing to recognise that different people have different thinking styles. Some people have ideas better when they're you know, just reflecting internally and they've got time to process for themselves. They get their ideas from within themselves. Other people get ideas from speaking to others and bouncing around with conversation. And it's really important to accommodate both of those. Sometimes in the session, I will ask delegates to turn off their cameras, turn off their sound and work alone for a few minutes. And I might ask them to do, wouldn't it be fantastic if and complete that statement working on their own. And then we sort of collate all of that, that feedback and bring it up into the group. Another great technique for people to use when you're asking people to work alone is actually crazy eights. Now, Crazy Eights, if you haven't come across it, it's in the Google Sprint book by Jake Knapp. And all you do is you ask delegates to get a piece of paper, a bit of an A4 paper, fold it so that it comes out with eight squares. So the folds make the lines for the squares, well, the oblongs, really. And then they have to create an idea in every square. So eight ideas, and they've got a minute to create each one. So everybody will work on the first square for a minute, then the second, then the third, then the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh and eighth. And of course, the further they go, the harder it gets. But you get them to draw, write stuff down and some some really good stuff comes out of that. And then everybody puts their ideas together to create a single shared solution. So that's another good individual activity that you can get people to do as well. Also working in pairs and fours, tools and techniques like co-consulting, where people will share what their challenge is or share their ideas and get feedback from somebody else. You know, something as simple as that can be really effective for sharing ideas. And actually people get a lot out of that conversation. And I think it's so important to have that really nice blend between people working individually, people working in pairs, fours and as an entire group keep that moving around because that keeps the energy flowing and it's nice and stimulating and it suits different styles as well. There's a technique called one for all and it's the number one, the number four and then all and it's where people think of an idea or think of ideas individually then maybe a group of four get together and share and they have more ideas and then they bring that into the whole group and the whole group puts them together and adds in to those ideas and then ultimately in the evaluation stage um, selects from them as well. So another great one is expert interviews, getting some experts in, getting some lightning talks going. So a lightning talk is where you invite an expert into the session that has some sort of relationship to the challenge in hand and you give them the floor for about five or ten minutes so they can explain their side of the challenge and then let people ask questions and then people use the insights, the delegates use the insights to come up with ideas. So you're always thinking about what's the stimulus that we can be using here, you know, how can we keep coming at this from different perspectives and different angles. And don't forget, you know, the traditional brainstorm of people just sort of chucking out ideas, right, let's have ideas then, you know, that really doesn't work and there's been numerous pieces of research that shows that's ineffective. It's okay to ask people to share the the ideas that they already have. That's fine, you know, and say, what's on your mind? You know, what are your initial thoughts on this? 
what have you been thinking about and get those out that's okay but I think you know the unstructured shout it out put people under pressure right now to say their ideas out loud in a group setting you know doesn't work very well most of the time of course there are exceptions but most of the time it doesn't work so using some of these other techniques will work really really well people will have fun and some great ideas will come don't forget that we need to have loads of ideas to have a few great ones ideas often are a numbers game especially when we're having ideas in a business context so the more ideas we have the better because it's the first range of ideas that are the most obvious and we need to get those out of the way and start stretching ourselves and building on those and playing around with those in order to get to something great. So please do give people time to have great ideas. I see so many facilitators just close things down far too early. People have had some ideas but actually you leave with Nothing that's particularly different or spectacularly special because you haven't allowed them to develop and go somewhere different and create something a little bit more innovative. So maybe, you know, quite often I'll use several idea generation techniques in succession to really, really push and stretch that thinking. I hope that's been really helpful for you. Now, don't forget about the Supercharge Your Virtual Engagement on Zoom five-day free challenge. Obviously, it's not all day for five days. There's just something to do and look at briefly every one of those days and you'll get some really cracking tips and insights. You'll get a little workbook and a cheat sheet every day. I'll be going live in the pop-up Facebook group every day as well. So check it out, sign up and you'll get some early surprises. I'm going to be giving some goodies away during that week as well. So it starts on the 7th of September come and join me. I really hope you've enjoyed this Idea Time show this evening. I'd love to hear what you think. Let me know what tools and techniques and approaches you're using to get those ideas flowing because I know you're using lots of great stuff as well and I really want to hear about those because I love it um, when when we share these ideas in the group. I'll see you very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time show. Brought to you by Dr. Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.